0: get heavy podcast hosted by craig Casamas and
1: john shimer what's up guys welcome to get heavy podcast thanks for tuning in just wanted to give you guys a reminder that all these episodes are available on audio on most all paid major podcast outlets. Please rate, subscribe, review, comment, uh, tell your fucking friends. Um, it's been really awesome to see the growth that's been happening and uh, all the feedback i am getting. getting. Um, it's really encouraging. It makes me want to continue on. So thank you so much for that. And everyone that's uh, been a part of the podcast in any way, shape or form. Um, you guys can always check out our social medias, uh, and the YouTube channel, Get Heavy Podcast. Uh, hit those notification bells. Uh, feel free to send me emails, comments, whatever you guys got. Uh, I'd love to hear anything you guys have to say. And I say that knowing what's coming. Uh, having said all that, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash getheavypodcast for wild-ass exclusive tour stories that you hear from these guests. A lot of this stuff you probably couldn't say in the general public uh also bonus content and these episodes are going up a week early now so if you want to get the episodes a week before they come out to the general public check out the patreon and as always we, i got new merch that's going to be dropping soon i'm gonna really start making some hats and t-shirts i got some masks left you can check out our big cartel page that is getheavypodcast.bigcartel.com. check that out uh, once again thanks for all the love and support and enjoy the episode What's happening, man? You're in the fucking future, dude. This is crazy. I know. (laughs) Nuts, man. Well, dude, thanks for. I mean, thanks for fucking doing this. This is awesome, man. I mean, oh, definitely. How's Australia?
2: Pretty cool, man. Actually, it's cold as shit right now. It's winter. Is it really? Yeah, different hemispheres. All that.
1: (laughs) I, you know, I, I'm constantly surprised at what a moron I am. Oh, me too. It's like, wow, dude, it's winter down there. How does that? Yeah. work? it's like science, asshole. Uh, oh. <laughs>
2: I don't, I don't understand it either. It's cool. Dude,
1: it's hotter than shit here right now. It's crazy. Oh, lucky son of a bitch. I guess, man. I guess. Uh, can you hear me? Okay, <laughs> everything. You know, yeah. Your okay. You're cool. in Ventura, right? Yeah, yeah. We're in Ventura. Dick. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's great. We moved back. I, I've been back for years now. At this point, I moved out of town to late, to the fucking desert for a while. You know. For oh, all right. Stuff, but now I'm not. I'm back, dude.
2: Sweet dude, eight oh five,
1: doing the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, lots of kids, huh? So many goddamn kids, dude. <laughs> it's too much, dude. Three fuck is too yeah. many. Whoa, three? Yeah, we had a rando baby. Oh, I mean, dude. they were all pretty random. I was, I was generally surprised by all of them. Surprise I mean? baby. Yeah, Slip one, one past like, the goalie. Fuck, dude. I thought it was. A, <laughs> I didn't think that was going to happen, man. But it did. Yeah. Yeah, Rosie. Our kids I, are uh, t- is an eight year difference between the last one. <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, man, we, me and Rosie were not not ready. We were were so far out of the baby game, dude.
2: Yeah, I guess it's like autopilot now. Fuck it.
1: I don't know. It's kind of fucking gnarly, dude. You forget, like, yeah, you're like an (laughs) Alzheimer's patient. You know what I mean? Like, you forget, you totally forget like how hard babies are. You know what I mean? Like, teenagers are tough.
2: I have no idea, but I can only imagine. Yeah, it's
1: insane, dude. <laughs> I have a dog
2: and the dog's a huge pain in my ass. Yeah. So I, can they are.
1: I mean it's person. it's exponentially <laughs> harder. You know what I mean? It's just I was actually harassing some guy uh last night. We were I was at uh Shimer, you know you know Shimer probably. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was his fortieth little surprise and one of his buddies is over there and he's just constantly talking about his little dog and I'm like, Shut the fuck up, dude. You know what I mean it's like, well, I can't leave her at home. This and that. Oh. And I'm like, oh my god, dude. Try having some kids, dude. You know what I mean? People are psycho's
2: about um their pets, man. Yeah, like, and
1: rightfully so. I mean, pets are awesome, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I'm obsessed with mine, but people treat them like like they're like little children and Yeah. They they're like damaged because of it.
1: Well, and it's it is the great joke like <laughs> every person that goes, "Oh, my dog's my kid." And you're like, "No, he's yeah. not." Yeah. Because you know what happens when your dog dies? You go buy a fucking new one. That's what happens. You know what exactly. I mean? not, you know, your kids die. You probably kill yourself. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not until a pet owner kills himself because his dog died. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> anyway. But uh, how's life otherwise, oh. man? Have you guys made it through COVID? What's going on? No. Over?
2: Um, so, no. okay. So, Australia, like, kind of completely kicked ass at COVID at first. Right. Like, um, like, it just didn't exist here. Like we didn't have a single case in like 90 days. Mm-hmm. It ruled. Um, and then, uh, and like, we're it, it was like crazy lockdowns, which totally sucked, but um, yeah. there's no cases here. But now the rest of the world is like moving on and everyone's like vaccinated, but we don't have like shit for vaccines. Oh, really? So that, yeah. So it's like, there was no COVID here, but nobody's vaccinated. So like, they don't let anybody into the country. You can't leave. It's like, that's like you're like wild stuck. dude you're you like like
1: so like i'm trapped on this island and you can't like can people come in or it's a whole deal i, I don't
2: i think it's like really friggin hard yeah. like you need like a specific reason and then they make you quarantine in a hotel for two weeks oh okay even so if they went they went full like stupid.
1: they just went like hard at the beginning and then they're like everything's good and then just fucking it came right yeah. back huh yeah, then they just
2: majorly dropped the ball. So <laughs> we're in lockdown again right now because there was like three cases or something.
1: Oh, really? In like it's, your area? Yeah, it's just
2: ridiculous. Wow, man. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. What can you do? Fuck it.
1: I you know, that's you know, I mean, who, anyone to expect to the government, any government to pull anything off successfully is Oh, I don't. Yeah, no one. I mean I
2: was actually expecting like um cool like uh, apocalyptic like future you know right, i thought like yeah i thought the world was going to go to shit like you know the economy was going to collapse and we we're all going to be living like in like mad max reality
1: right which is kind I of exciting when yeah. it happened
2: i was like whoa is this like the collapse of uh western societies we know it yeah <laughs> you man. know it kind of had that like vibe now it's like eh
1: whatever now, now, now everyone's here. like oh this is stupid you ever wear a fucking yeah, this mask this sucks yeah. Yeah, it's it's just so like uh Western, you know what I mean, culture to be like this is mildly inconvenient. I know totally. I hate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh, yeah, right, yeah. Just deal with it, dude. Yeah. Well hopefully it works out. I mean, is there any obviously you you made the move down there a while ago, right? I mean, it, yeah, I'm I've sure this whole thing grenaded all of your plans for the year, all that, right? I mean
2: Yeah, I had a couple tours booked and uh that all went to shit yeah um yeah probably, it just, it you just can't so. plan anything yeah you can't really. do shit everything's just 2022
1: kind of, now essentially right? which is kind of cool yeah i mean is this is this is probably the longest break you've ever had as like a musician right oh big time yeah. um or just longest break period like you know
2: i could just like kind of like the world stopped turning and it was kind of rad you yeah just, like chill out and like don't do shit and,
1: yeah well you launched a fucking whole guitar company I mean, that's pretty legit, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, you did some shit, man. Yeah, well, I
2: was bored off my ass. I'm pretty OCD. So um, if I have to sit around for eight months, I'm going to have to do something. Totally, man. You can only,
1: (laughs) I mean, how much better at guitar can you get? You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, uh, I hit my limit years and years ago. (laughs) So you're maxed out, dude. Robin Um, fucking Trower over here. Maxed out at
2: around 20 years old. It's all downhill from there. The more speaking, you learn, the shape. Hey, you get. Speaking of
1: twenty years old, look what I found today. Oh, sick, dude! Dude, yes, <laughs> I pulled that bad boy out. Eat shit and die, man. Hell yeah, yeah. That I, was... I found this one too. Oh,
2: oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Right here, this bad boy. Fuck yeah, yeah, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, I, I, uh, I don't think I have a copy of that eat shit and die record. Anymore. Oh, really? There it is, but. Um...
1: Isn't it weird man? I was, was going to ask you like obviously uh, we've known each other I, I you're a little older than me but I mean m- back in the eat shit and die days you know early late to late 90s you know early 2000s yeah. we I you know Laser Star days fucking Yeah, Laser all Star all this stuff you know what I mean but like that was the best. I am the worst at keeping my own shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like music same. tapes and, like are do you are you the same way? Like do you have that? You know, I like, always
2: just end up um drinking with somebody at my house and then giving away my copies of records right it's my last
1: copy it's cool i'll find another one you're like i don't need to hear it i guess i'll never see that again (laughs) i have about 10 bands that i've never i have never heard since i've not been in them you know what i mean yeah
2: i mean how often do you sit down and feel like listening to your own band never (laughs) are you nostalgic
1: yeah right yeah oh um nostalgic yeah big time you are okay
2: Oh, well, like, uh, like I like about your about... own
1: stuff. Like, I mean, if you're oh. obviously, you are don't have a bunch of your stuff, like there's people that are like, Did, you oh, know, no,
2: no, no. I'm not. not I mean, it. I always think about like, you know, when I was a little kid and stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, but like, know, as TV. far as like music career. Right. So like we met, you were in Eat Shit and Die. This is back in the Lazy Star days. And then you were, yeah. I mean, I don't know Before... how many people know you were in Uphill Battle, but
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. Short amount of time. I wasn't on any of the records really, but um, yeah. Oh, before all that, I was uh, when I was sixteen. Me and my friends were in a band called the Molested.
0: <laughs> so that's good. a good name for a bunch it's of sixteen-year-olds, right? It's really good. Olds, right? yeah, it really good.
2: <laughs> it's like I think we we saw like decline of Western civilization, and we're like, man, I think we saw decline of Western civilization, and we we're particularly obsessed with the fear section, mm-hmm. and we wanted to we wanted to start like a, a shock rock.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, it it's was name, shocking too. how
2: bad we were.
1: Yeah. My first band was called Guillotine. That's fucking cool. Thirteen, dude, watch out. That's you know, sick. Yeah, we <laughs> we never had any actual songs. We just had album art. That's <laughs> like as far as we got. Yeah, yeah. You just like, like, one of the singer was class. a really good artist. Yeah. And we got through like half a Metallica cover, and we're like, I fucking hate you guys. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, Guillotine. Uh, that's makes for some an awesome like prepubescent like heavy metal right
1: like binder um, art you know art yeah I mean? yeah, <laughs> yeah <absolutely. laughs> like three ring binder art dude that's all it's about the best we would have gotten i think you know yeah I mean?
2: that's sick
1: yeah dude it's wild but um <laughs> yeah anyway i just i i was thinking about it the other day because I, I i don't think i'm nostalgic dude like I hmm. when people start telling me about my old bands and stuff and i, I just immediately go Ugh, you know I don't oh, know yeah. I, about myself that I just don't, I, I wonder if you're like, cause you've been in so many goddamn bands, you know what I mean? It's like,
2: yeah, I don't really. Yeah. I'm, I'm like you. Uh, um, And I'm always trying to do new shit. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm always looking um, ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. um, uh, Yeah. I just, well, I'm like stoked on what I, you know, all, all all the fun I had playing the bands in the past, but I'm, you know, I always want to do new shit and just keep trying to keep playing music. You know, yeah, just so.
1: re re keep re, really. redoing it, you know what I mean? And then yeah. every, I mean, all of your bands are so wildly different. I mean, obviously, uh, AT, you know, Electric Gay is kind of the same vein for a long time, but most yeah. every fucking band you've been in, I mean, you're like from grindcore to fucking, you know. Yeah. All, you know, it's like, it's crazy, you know what I mean? Like, where did yeah. those, Where do, I mean, obviously, I know you're from Ohio. you're, you know, all this stuff, but where did those yeah. early, like, influences start for you? Well, the hardcore um, stuff, what was it? Oh, like, what was I into? Yeah, like, what got you into all these different, like, what got you into playing music? Um, like, what got you into all that stuff? Oh, well, like, I first got it,
2: okay, so, um, funny enough, I got into, like, heavy metal, and, well, okay, so the first album I ever had was Poison, Look What the Cat Dragged In. Nice. When I was, like, six. Yeah. That was so badass, I thought that was the most tough, sick album ever so i got like super into poison when i was a little kid mm-hmm. and then um old people remember headbangers ball there was a thing called the triple thrash threat oh yeah i remember every that. headbangers ball episode they'd play th- they'd play like three like gnarly thrash metal songs and yeah. then I'd, o- I'd always like hit record on the um on the vcr and record mm-hmm. like you know they'd play like um i don't know it'd be like Slayer, Overkill, and Napalm Death, right? Wasn't it always
1: like at the very end of the episode too? So you had to wait, like you had to wait through the whole thing, like yeah, you had to wait through shitty Pantera bands and Cinderella, (laughs) totally, yeah. And then you are like, what
2: the fuck, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so like, funny enough, that got me into like heavy metal, and then I was, you know, as a little kid, I was always into heavy metal, and then I went over to my friend Scott's house, and he had this older sister who was like in high school at the time and i was like 11 or something Mm -hmm. and i walked by his sister's room and i heard this fucking music coming out of it that just like shocked me Mm -hmm. and i was like what are you listening to and she was listening to misfits walk among us okay and i was like holy shit what is this this is the most badass shit i've ever heard yeah so then she made me a tape with misfits walk among us on one side and black flag my war on the other Ooh, nice and that was like absolutely like shaped me as a dude yeah
1: no it makes like sense a, actually i mean like yeah, that was totally like a
2: pivotal extreme right important right so you got into the Lawrence.
1: rollins yeah rollins black flag before anything
2: i uh yeah i'd been in the flag for years and i'd never heard first four years until like wow Viking black flag for like three years and all right because that's totally oh, the shit. opposite
1: uh you know that's the opposite <laughs> yeah, path it must be it took me a long time to really appreciate rollins for what it is that but that my war record is probably one of my favorite fucking black flag records dude i mean oh it's you know the most I mean? demented for sure it's fucked up dude i mean it is you that's can, what like, i liked about it yeah i mean all the other singers had their shit you know what i mean but like Henry Rollins was seriously fucked up. Like you could yeah. tell like in the vocals, you know what I mean? And it took me yeah. a long time to really appreciate it. Now I'm like a super fan of it. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's, that's and a the, big uh, record.
2: Yeah. And uh, all the, the Greg Ginn shit, just how fucking discordant and absolutely fucked it was to me. Mm-hmm. That was like the most awesome sounding shit I've ever heard.
1: Right. I, I actually just learned this cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a total moron when it comes to actually like music theory. Oh, doing same. something in my band the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, I was trying to teach the guitar player something." And he's all, "There's no fucking key," and I'm like, "What are you talking about, dude?" He's all, "It's all <laughs> chromatic." I'm like, "What does that mean?" You know? And then I realized that like my years of listening to Black Flag and all these bands where it's just you know like all these chromatic notes that don't fucking yeah. have a you know thing like oh I had no idea how much it shaped me and, and my guitar player is a, a very talented musician and understands what he's talking about most of the time you know what I mean like yeah I, I'm 38 fucking years old I just figu- I had just figured out what that was called oh well dude don't learn anything more I feel like
2: <laughs> I feel like half the time like really good musicians start bands I'd say most of the time, I don't like the music. Right, yeah. I usually, I don't feel like being a good musician has anything to do with whether or not your band's cool. I, usually, it's the opposite. Usually no, no, like you're a, right. Because A there's really a big... good musician will end up playing something boring and predictable and lame.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like There's <laughs> so, guys that don't understand what they're doing and create incredible shit. And there's oh, guys yeah. that understand what they're doing so much that they cannot create anything outside the box. You know what I mean? Like, totally. And it, obviously there are uh, a thousand versions of the opposite as well. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, look at Jimi Hendrix, look at fucking, you know, a, a thousand.
2: Guitar dude, readers. Hendrix knew like no theory, apparently.
1: Really? It's hard to, yeah. it's hard to
2: imagine. He's dude. just like a badass dude yeah. that, you know, dropped a bunch of acid and picked up a guitar and just, fucking do the wrong way. off. <laughs> yeah, dude,
1: it's crazy, man. But I know, you know. But there are there are those all other caveats where you're like, oh, you are incredibly talented, and you understand what you're doing. Oh, great, awesome. Yeah, and you write fucking riffs. You know, oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, big like big riffs. Like Matt, Richie Maskus is like, and... how is Maskus? Is he like oh. that?
2: Well, dude, does he understand what he's doing? He doesn't know shit.
1: Oh, perfect. Okay, that. He's, thank God, I mean, man. I didn't want
2: to hear I mean, the he, opposite. No, you know? He can only play like what, how he plays he can't mm. he's not a theory guy okay um i remember i was jamming with him and um i did like that hendrixy chord and he's like what's that jazz shit like didn't you know like <laughs> yeah, totally. not that i know anything about music, <laughs> yeah, just something like you
1: picked up so. along the way
2: Well, yeah he's just like he just does his own thing and he's um yeah, that's why he's so unique you know if, if he, yeah if he went to like you know jazz
1: theory school he'd probably suck <laughs> well, he'd, he'd probably quit. I would assume, right? Yeah, like, probably. it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. Because I've always th- said that you know that there is that thing where guys that just gorilla through shit and find what sounds good to their weird soul make yeah you know, shit. You know what I mean? Like I it, it's really weird. And and that was the appeal of punk rock. You know what I mean? Like, whereas I grew up a metalhead too, and then. It took me many, many years to really appreciate punk for what it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. The simplicity and the fucking you know, I was already listening to Grindcore and shit by the time I you know, heard the Ramones, I was like, This is stupid, dude. Right, right. But now as an, as an adult, I understand, you know, I mean, how good they were, you know, for what it was. But so flags yeah. Flag's way 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 more brutal than metal. It is, in a way, yeah. It's weird. I think. (laughs) Yeah, it could be, man. Because it was for me like
2: Sounds like they're, like, concentrating on what they're doing and...
1: Right. The rawness of punk is... Yeah, punk's
2: much more brutal than metal.
1: Especially when you hear something like Black Flag or you hear something oh, like yeah. Misfits or any of that shit. It's like... Yeah, poison a raw energy.
2: Or blast, mm-hmm. it's gnarly.
1: Yeah, man. I got to see <laughs> Blast on that last little reunion thing they did. Oh. And I, I was blown away. Was it? Uh, was that was it with you guys? Ago? It was Lecherous at that heart. Uh, the Hard Define. Did you guys play to... that? Hard to in find. Santa Barbara, it was the old living room. No, I wish that was probably Charman. It was Charman. Yeah, that's right.
2: letters played with them in San Francisco. Oh, okay, yeah. What, was, was that like six years ago? Yeah, years it was ago. a while ago. Yeah, yeah. That, was right had, that dude house.
1: Joey playing drums, and I mean, yeah. But they what a fucking ripped, dude. They are shockingly awesome. It, um, I, and it, you know what? I had never really got. I mean, I'd heard them. You know what I mean? But I don't know why it never got on my radar as much as it should have. You know, because that shit's right up my alley.
2: Yeah, yeah. When I first, that's kind of what made me want to start playing guitar, was really. Seeing, well, well, I was sort of fucking around with guitar, but then I saw them play in two thousand or ninety nine or two thousand. They did their first like reunion shows, and they played in Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. and it was they're from Santa Cruz, and it was like the most badass shit I've ever seen. It was the scariest gig ever. All these like. Brutal, old, crusty, like surf, like rats, like leftover from the eighties, show right, up, and yeah. all, You know these dudes that look like they walked off construction sites, right? These old, like gnarly, like Santa Cruz punk dudes. Yeah, and they played, and it was like a blood fest. It was like <laughs> so violent in Santa. There's all Cruz? these, like, yeah. And there's no, all these. You like, only
1: think hippies and and pot, dude. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah there but there's also sign. the.
2: Cause Santa Cruz, like like all beach communities, Ventura included, has it's Mm -hmm. like this mellow, like beautiful California coastal shit. But then, for some reason, being next to like um, a beach kind of also gives it that like hostile. It makes people slightly hostile. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is.
1: I mean, I guess maybe hostile beach due to the like. Do you think due to the surf (laughs) culture, like the localism kind of shit, like. You know, I don't know. Get off my beach, kook kind of shit. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think it's just that like might a, be part of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like in these really nice places. Like, Ventura right. is beautiful. It's nicer than 99% of the world. But then there's these, there's always these gnarly dudes. Yeah. It's you weird, know? man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like weird. a weird. Because when you yeah. think
1: Ventura, you think, oh, mellow beach town. But then you, you know what the music was that was spawned out of this area and yeah all that shit. And it's fucking pretty gnarly stuff. I mean, obviously, just, uh, especially you know, like in the 90s and stuff yeah frustrated, i remember white kids you know what i mean fucking yeah uh, I, I don't know it's wild man but yeah i think i wonder if it has a lot to do with that surf culture you know what i mean like stay Could the be. fuck off my beach you know what i mean like yeah. also Bone stay attitude. off my stage dude you know what i mean like <laughs> which, which no, i've totally. adhered to pretty well over the years you know what i mean <laughs> oh you're not stage diving much anymore no and i don't like people on my stage when
2: i'm fucking oh right I mean, yeah. it drives
1: me nuts dude
2: stage potatoing
1: Oh, that's a good. That's a good term. Yeah, for
2: stage it. potatoes. Yeah. yeah, dude.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I've I've said it before. I don't know what it is about me, but when I play, people want to jump on the stage and talk in my microphone between songs and shit. And oh yeah, I, and I've I've always wondered why, and it has to be me. It just has to be. You just I have that. I guess I have negative like, Hey, yeah, come on up here, dude. Let's fucking talk. <laughs> yeah, you just draw any drunk asshole close up, to you yeah it's makes like you're it's your superpower yeah but i've always had weird like <laughs> homeless guys are always attracted to me you know what i mean oh like, yeah you're a freak the, magnet i am dude yeah and one time we had a, um the wrath, dude this might have been after that blue cheer show that we played, oh right which was like yes. one of the i mean i, I want to talk to you about it but it was one of the coolest so fucking sick. shows i've ever seen in my entire life i'd never have thought Agreed. a thousand years that blue cheer would rip both of us apart fuck but they, they were so sick dude a 30 minute hendrix medley like in the middle of their set like <laughs> i know it was nuts but I uh, getting past that i want to i want to talk about it later but yeah um, yeah i think that night i got fucking hammered right and we were at the gas station and this homeless dude was like hey what's up like talking to us i'm all get in motherfucker we're going on tour and i pulled him in the <laughs> van with us dude and like my and ba- the psyched? band was he was out of his fucking mind, dude. And yeah, then, yeah. like, about 10 minutes in the road, he realized, like, oh, these guys aren't, like, they're not going to stop. <laughs> they fucking- I think he pull- had us pull over. And he jumped out of the van and just started running. You Fuck. Know? That is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, and, like, I remember uh, the wrath was like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like. What the fuck, man? You know? I (laughs) "I don't know. He said he
2: wanted to go. You know? (laughs) He's a Man,
1: that would have been great. Like, were you guys actually going on tour? No, I don't think so. I think I was just hammering fucking with this homeless guy. How good would that have been, though? (laughs) He just like. Just kidnapped him for 5,000 miles, dude? Yeah, like a month long tour. He probably would have been psyched. I know. He was pretty old, man. He didn't look psyched. (laughs) He looked psyched for about 10 minutes, and then after he finished his beer, he was like, oof. What what am I going to do? You know what it I mean? Sucks. We're already hitting the freeway going t- back towards Ventura, <laughs> you know. Poor guy he had yeah, to fucking yeah. Yeah. he probably had a, a solid 5-mile hike back to his camp, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. <laughs> hey man, that's what you get. Totally. So, she, didn't your mom ever tell you not to jump in a van with random dudes, you know what I mean? It's true.
2: Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it's- it's a dangerous practice.
1: But yeah, man, that uh that blue cheer show was one of the most epic fucking things I've ever I mean, it's one of my highlights like of playing. Yeah, you know I mean, like I'm sure Same. you have a, a reel in your head of like just these incredible oh, moments, but that
2: was great. Um remember when El Barbero played, they yep. opened that show? Um, it was really funny too because uh, Mike Doan had just taken a bunch of acid. Yep. He was on like um like several hits of acid and I was like, All right, Mike, you're playing with blue cheer, dude. Yeah. This is the Super Bowl. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And he was all like horrified. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Play with blue cheer. This rules. Yeah. And uh, my mom went to the gig. Um, oh, nowhere. And I'm like, hey, check out my buddy Mike. His band's really cool. And my mom's watching. And then uh, El-, El, Bar- El Barbero's playing. Mm-hmm. And um, Mike, like, looks all horrified, but he's playing. And they're totally ripping. Ripping, right? dude. They um, ripped. And then in the middle of the song, he just starts projectile vomiting.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: Like while he's. And not only that, it was like spaghetti. All
1: in It was like spaghetti. It was
2: everywhere, dude. (laughs) My mom was like, oh, your friends seems to be a bit sick. (laughs) (laughs) Is your mom very nice? She's really, she's a very nice person. Yeah. Yeah, She's really nice. She's, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, like a bit of a square, you know? Right. Right. Um, Yeah, when Mike puked on that stage,
1: because we are playing next, so now I'm going like, motherfucker, there's fucking spaghetti, like puke spaghetti all over the stage. And this is the Velvet Jones, it's like an actual club, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so we get up and we play, and we bring our A-game, you guys play, it's fucking A-game all day, and then Blue Cheer goes on and just fucking annihilates... Yeah, they I mean, fucked
2: dude. up all the little kids. All probably... of us,
1: dude. I mean, I was, and this dude, <laughs> like, I, I rolled a joint for you guys, and I rolled a joint for them. Yeah. And I remember giving Dickie the, the joint, and he's like, oh, thanks, brother. I ain't smoked them bones in a fucking week, Bob. You know, just giving me the whole yeah, deal, yeah. telling us about touring and Cadillacs and all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? It was awesome. Oh, man. But um, yeah, and then just so you know, wreck. I think he died like what six months after that or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah he but,
2: did. He died in Copenhagen, I think.
1: Yeah, he, dude, he told me that they've been on tour the same time as the Rolling Stones. You know, like like forty so years. <laughs> you know, but here's here's a funny story. The Don story, right? We get on a show like two months later after that, right? It was a Numb's Cold yeah. show. This is rap. Yeah. We're gonna play with somebody. I I don't know who the fuck it was. Um, maybe High Fire. Okay, and we show up, and the sound guy's like, "No, not you guys," and he's gonna kick us off the show. Oh, he's like, "You're not fucking playing here, dude." He's all, "The last time you guys played here, you fucked up, dude." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's all, "You puked all over the stage, dude." I'm all, "That was the other fat guy with long hair, man." You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't me. He's all, "That wasn't you." I was all, "I swear to God, that was not me, dude." Like, I I had to talk to him for about twenty fucking minutes. To convince him that I wasn't Done and I didn't puke all over the rest of this <laughs> fucking stage, I had to argue my way back into the fucking show. Oh, you know I mean? <laughs> that is know. so good. <laughs> I was all different fat guy, different long haired fat guy. Man, I don't know. T- it wasn't me, dude. <laughs> you know, he's like, that's it wasn't you, holy. man. I'm all no, man. It wasn't me. Like I had to fucking Eddie had to come over and tell him. You know, you, <laughs> you got know? the wrong burnout. All right. Yeah, all like... yeah, I'm not there yet. You know, like. <laughs> Which I don't know what that guy's doing. Fuck, I'm sure it's not good.
2: Uh, oh, I don't know. Well, I don't I'm, know.
1: dude, I've been so out of the loop. Like uh, as far
2: as the 805 goes, I mean, shit. Like I, I lived in Oakland like 11 years mm-hmm. before I moved to Australia five years ago. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I, um, I, I'd, I'd love to spend some time in the 805, though. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I lost touch with most people.
1: Right, right, yeah. Except I for mean, like the Charman guys and stuff. Yeah, but, for sure. Which is the best band in Ventura, by the way. Oh yeah, they, or Ventura they, County, they right. rule supreme. They are so and goddamn. They've got to be
2: one of the longest-lasting. I think, like, I don't know how long they've been around, but it's like over fifteen years.
1: It has to be. I mean, they and were around when the Wrath was going. They were around when you guys are going. I mean.
2: Yeah, but they continue.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. sick.
2: They got to yeah. be one of the longest-lasting. 805 bands that has not broken up, you know, right?
1: Yeah, because they're they don't last long most of the time out here, you know. What I mean, no, got, I yeah. think Wrath was like 10 years, everyone's like, Whoa, dude, yeah, yeah, they're that's like, Whoa, watch out, cool. <laughs> hitting <laughs> records over here, you know, yeah, but yeah, man, the Charmant's got it, you know, besides yeah, like, Raging they, Arb and the Redheads, yeah, right, yeah, you know what I mean, which they'll never yeah, die, yeah, totally, yeah. but um, yeah, but
2: yeah, and they still rule, they're better now than they which is weird it's crazy it man yeah I, 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 I love those brothers man they're fucking. usually hot. bands start to suck after a few years but yeah
1: that's just true man yeah. um, Keep getting better so like i remember you're you know you're in all these bands i remember in annihilation time starts right and you were in were you in fields of fire too yeah like, there was like mid time right with this like crazy resurgence of straight edge hardcore and all that shit coming back right i don't know what yeah. fields of fire straight edge band i can't remember no okay but
2: um, but um, yeah, I played drums for them,
1: right, right. But I remember obviously back in the you know there was these massive shows at the skate park over here, with all this stuff. But like when, like when did you, how did AT form? Like, what was it? Because it was such a wild blend of like seventies groove rock and fucking straight up Black Flag. Like,
2: yeah, where did well, that
1: come from, dude? Well, pretty much like um, I'm
2: just like. Like early 2000s was just – I was super obsessed with Blast. Like they were like a huge inspiration when I saw them. I was like, wow, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I was also getting really into like Blue Oyster Cult, Sabbath, Black Oak, Arkansas, oh,
0: yeah.
2: UFO, all those bands around the same time. So I'm like, man, I want to just do like a punk band, but I'm also super psyched on all these like early, early 70s like heavy metal records. Right. So I, I just sort of – Played what I wanted, and I, and at that point, I th- I feel like um, punk and hardcore were at a really boring.
1: This is true, yeah.
2: Um, stage at that point where everybody just kind of sounded the same, and mm-hmm. everyone, you know, I don't know. I just was because this is the tail end of like gnarlier, new school you know?
1: punk is going out, like on the mainstream. Like new school punk is going out. Yeah, hip hop's ta- taking over. You know what I mean? And and you're right. I, I think time for a lot of the. Punk early bands were dead at this point like you know just gone you know what i mean like so you had that massive resurgence of stuff you know what i mean yeah i mean totally you know
2: yeah and uh yeah there just wasn't a whole lot all that interesting there was like hardcore hardcore and then there was a lot of this like power violent stuff Mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot of anything in between Mm -hmm. and you know it's just i don't know and everyone was taking themselves so seriously it felt like and i just wanted to I want well, to do something fu- fun, you know, and like, well, I mean,
1: you guys fucking did it. I mean, do you know, yeah. like, do you, are you shocked at how wildly awesome Annihilation Time got? Like, it's, it, you know, I don't want to say like big, I mean, you know <laughs> what I mean? But I mean, it, yeah. it, it is a cult fucking band that people still love this day. Are you like surprised still? I mean, oh, totally. I yeah, mean, it's, it's so, cr- I mean, and it makes yeah. sense because when you saw you guys, it was fucking, you know, all hands on deck. Uh, you know what I mean? It was nuts, you know, watching you guys play. Oh, I mean, especially, with, um, you know, uh, Jimmy and, you know, yeah, yeah. just, you know, that uh, element uh, of, of uh, a psycho front man was nuts. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He is a psycho. Um, <laughs> uh, It does shock me when there's like young, like young kids are into it. That's that weirds yeah. me out. Like, whoa, how do you get into this old guy music? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, yeah, like, it was wow, wild. It that? just like capitalized on a vibe that was. Like waiting to erupt, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I liken it, it cool. to the Black Flag era, you know what I mean? Because it just was so. It was first of all, the music was. I mean, it was incredibly talented. You know, watching you play guitar is like, like what is he, dude? What what is he doing? And I remember, like, oh, well. at one point you went to just you, right? Good playing guitar. Yeah, it was
2: kind of like yeah. Between we always would have kind of go between guitar players. Like we had a, a few
1: yeah but i remember you took the ship and i was like he's still doing it like he's, still looking, <laughs> he's shredding fucking solos uh, in rhythm you know what i mean like, uh, it was, it was I mean, you know i know it's hard dirty. to hear like but i just remember being like just so fucking stoked that you guys got that and then obviously you guys you make the move to oakland and that's is yeah. that really where it kind of took off you think i think so i think um well, well like uh like Like
2: being in the 805 was awesome, but at that point in time, Mm -hmm. like uh, the Bay Area was so rad.
1: What was going on up there that drew you up there?
2: It was just like you could like go up there and you could be a rocker slacker type person Mm -hmm. and get by. Mm -hmm. You know, like you could get up there and you could find this like awesome cheap place to live, and there's like millions of people that are psyched on like rocking out and punk and stuff and it was like this you know like awesome scene and yeah you could you could actually be a slacker up there you know just like go on tour and stuff for a little while right right, i caught the tail end of it i guess
1: yeah yeah
2: Um, or you could you know you could yeah like you could just tour and you know have like a shit job and be stoked
1: you could survive up there essentially
2: not like that anymore yeah like it was much easier to just survive up there than it was like like doing that than it was like in Southern California,
1: right? Because Oakland at the time was still a danger. I mean, it's still dangerous, right? I mean, there's yeah, all, there's areas that are so bad up there. But I mean, I've always said that punks are the greatest gentrifiers in history, dude. Dude, you know what I mean? Like punk, rockers I agree. Make everything fucking punk rockers blaze the path for all hipsters, <laughs> and we do it's it, true. and we're so mad at them when they fucking get in there. <laughs> I know. Like, and then because I we did it in Montavo, you know what I mean? Like in our neighborhood yeah. that we were in we we absolutely fucking did it we we moved seven people like seven apartments of friends are living in one fucking ghetto and punks are taking over this neighborhood and none of the homies know what to do about it because like the reality is is that we're crazy enough to like be kind of terrifying you know what i mean like yeah like no you know no one gives a shit like if you got a gun if you got you know what i mean like everyone's like fuck you you know what i mean like so I've yeah, always said that uh, punks are the greatest gentrifiers on earth. Like we move in to every terrifying neighborhood and make it to where it's like, yeah, there's these crazy fucking white guys over here that, that I don't know, man. Yeah. Fine. And then all of a sudden other white, cra- white guys move in with like cool hats and then fucking totally <laughs> <hit> mustaches. Um, <laughs> you know I
0: mean?
1: yeah, yeah. If like uh, real estate moguls or like, um,
2: like this, like, 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 like people that like, are like multimillionaire, like, investor people if they knew to just look at ghetto neighborhoods and as soon as crusty punks start moving in that's just the neighborhood buying, just, <laughs> Ten years, I mean? dude. hey this is a <laughs> good Ten idea for a business be-
1: yeah, yeah like yeah, me and you bro the, we got to go in on this dude follow the crusties dude yeah 100%. and as they
2: move in you know it's gonna in 10 years there's gonna be white women pushing
1: baby strollers right yoga studios uh fucking <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> coffee, coffee yeah the whole deal dude <laughs> yeah we should seriously start this business like we'll just <laughs> crack shit neighborhoods and community we'll go through book your own fucking life right and then find where all the crusties lives and then we'll just start selling that real estate to these fucking animals yeah. who are like <laughs> and we'll make 20%, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: um Ba-boom, it was like done. like the, the singer of AT Jimmy, um mm-hmm. he moved into this fucking shithole. hole. Like we all couldn't believe
1: that he was he moving into this house. Is this it in, in Cleveland? Where is Pittsburgh. this? Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, that's right. He's it's from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh yeah. like it was Which like... is a shithole hole anyway, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. There's never once when I've been uh, in Pittsburgh, I was like,
2: this is nice. <laughs> like, ever. But now, like yeah. so he bought this house. I swear to God, it was something like seven or $8,000. Right. And we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Now it's like hipster capital of um, Pittsburgh.
1: Does he still own okay. it? Yeah, he still owns it. Fucking totally smart thing. He's everything. probably got like $500,000 in equity.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it was like, uh, yeah, Polish Hill, which was like this kind of like just shitty ass neighborhood. And this was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Bought this house for like seven grand or something, Mm -hmm. and now it's like, it's like the the hipster spot in um, yeah, in Pittsburgh, which it's the spot, dude. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I mean, like when AT moved to Oakland, right? You guys, I remember going to the house once or twice, right? Oh yeah, it was fucking chaos. And I don't know if I was just there on a good night or was it seriously like that all the time?
2: It was. Insane. It was, I'm really glad none of us died or anything really gnarly happened. But it was, it was like an unhealthy, very fun, unhealthy environment. And it's the kind of place where you could stay there and never grow up. But then, oh, yeah, you got to know when the party's over.
1: And some guys are probably still there, not growing up, right? Probably,
2: yeah. Uh, you know, but it's just like, it was like a rat, it was an epic point in time where i i don't reckon there's ever been a house quite like that you know
1: i can't imagine i Um, mean i went there dude and we were there for one night and i was like i'm good i don't (laughs) that's enough for me man and you know i've lived in some wild houses too you know i mean but when we got there it was and it wasn't um hostile it wasn't it was a fun environment you know i mean like i don't hopefully you guys never had any real major problems but i just remember like every room is full of people Fucking people in the kitchen. People were hammered. You know what I mean? There's just yeah. the amount of like. I mean, was there ever a time at that house where you're like, "This is too much. We're done."
2: Oh yeah, um, definitely. By the end of me living there, I was like, "I'm done with this. Really getting sick of this." You know? Yeah, I don't want to wake up like in my like tiny ass little closet, like hungover at forty.
1: Right. right. You know
2: what I mean? Like oh, I was yeah. like, dude, this definitely had a <clears throat> epic fun point in my life and it i i wouldn't change a, a thing about of course, it, it was Yeah, very fun but yeah but then it's like all right time to time yeah to peter on.
1: peter pan has to grow up every once in a while man <laughs> <It's> <laughs> absolutely man yeah it's like yeah but it was ever. was there ever like does there one party in particular that sticks out in your mind where you're like this is fucking nuts like i can't
2: uh there were a few i mean shit they all kind of man they all kind of blend together to yeah. be honest um yeah. you know there's like you know I remember one time going into the backyard, and our couch was just on fire in the backyard, and
1: like we had all the living'd always have yeah
2: <laughs> yeah we had we'd, we'd always have all these bands playing there, mm-hmm. you know, and there'd always be just people just crashing there. It was pretty psycho and yeah. it was really cool, too, because it was in this big complex, and there were four houses, mm-hmm. and three of the four houses were like rocker punk rock, right. Houses, so it was like this complex of shitheads. Yeah, and yeah. we all shared a backyard, so all the all the the back doors were all open. So you just walk into each other's mm-hmm. houses at Wales. So there's like, you know, it's just this giant sort of dumbass. Uh, yeah, it was not, I mean, and house. so
1: that poor one neighbor, <laughs> I mean, that wasn't, yeah, wasn't in. How did they? I mean, were they fine? <laughs> were they just well, like what is happening? they had their own thing going on i oh, mean okay. they
2: uh they were um gnarly in a different way like they had this dude who um they had a couple drive bys shootings
1: oh okay into into their house nice which is shares um, all the walls with you and they were they were
2: gnarly yeah uh yeah and so they had their own thing going so you know it's like they fit right they're, in they're them. they're gnarlier than we were yeah. so it's like yeah well cuz um, i
1: the time i went over there ox was recording with greg from brain Oil, oh yeah right and we were so excited to be up there and fucking i, I know the wrath went there once too on you know we played a show or whatever but the time we went over there with greg it was like it was i mean it was just shit everywhere you know what i mean people were fucking hanging everyone's you know it's just you're meeting all these people you're like dude you're in this yeah. band what the fuck like this is crazy and i remember me and greg are hammered and we're leaving at one point and it must have been that neighbor that had a massive fucking dog Like a big, huge Doberman. Oh, Doberman? A huge Doberman, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was walking down these (laughs) stairs or out of this hallway, and the doors open, and this Doberman fucking just looks at me, dude, and just starts charging the door. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know how I did it. But I fucking slammed the door right before the dog got there, and he just heard the door go wham! Like, he hit the door, and he heard the dog, like, hit the ground. And Greg's like, that's the fastest I've ever seen anyone react in my life! You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure I knocked this fucking dog out. I'm not getting bit by this dog tonight, dude. Like, period. Conrad was, uh, yeah,
2: he was a real asshole. He would, um... (laughs) He would like he cornered me a few times where I would just be in that house and Conrad just had me against the wall. Like. You're like, and your he's own... like a
1: Doberman. Yeah, no, they're bitey as he's fuck, scary. dude. Scary, you know? He's like a <laughs> totally. Nazi dog. He had know? the and ears like... and everything. I think yeah, he had he was... a swastika on him, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally.
2: He was yeah. terrifying. Yeah, he had yeah. me like. Yeah, he cornered me a few times. The funny thing was, he's like really intimidating. But if you just yelled at him, yeah, he would like. He was kind Ooh. of a a pussy.
1: Yeah, he'd kind a, of be like that's. A... Perfect sign of abuse. You know what I mean? It's
0: fucking awesome.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just remember being like, I'm not getting bit by this goddamn dog at three in the morning. Period. And I just fucking <laughs> laugh. Like I, I don't even know whose house it was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we yeah. were all smoking weed, and that dog beeline, and I just slammed. That the was like door you know Sunny, like Necrot Sunny. Right, right, right.
2: Yeah, that was his house.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
2: And that dog lived in there, but dude, dude.
1: it was yeah, it was crazy. But that was such a fucking yeah. wild time, man. So, um, I mean, being uh, doing wow. all that touring, I mean, you guys were gone a lot though, right? You guys were yeah, we yeah, yeah we toured a, a
2: shitload, at, um, and it was so fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I was the touring the same as the house? It was just pure chaos most of the time? It was craziness, yeah. yeah. It
2: was, uh, yeah, just lots of partying and, you know, just, like, doing what bands do on tour, you know?
1: Now, when you, I mean, you're there, right, because I was never a major partier, but I would assume for you, music's first, right? Oh, absolutely, right? yeah. Right, because you guys never, I never saw you guys phone it in on a show, period, you know what I mean, like,
2: but I I in your mind, was
1: was there a, a order of operations for things that needed to happen? Like even in annihilation time, which was pure chaos.
2: Well, yeah. F- well, for me, I, I like almost you know I wouldn't drink more than like two beers before we went on stage. Mm-hmm. Just because I mean, I mean, like the partying was like fun and all, but I mean that's not why I was there. I right. wanted To play music.
1: Right. And do it well.
2: Yeah. Well, I just wanted to do yeah, like just play music and do what I was stoked on and do the best I could and just. Yeah, I mean uh you know, the scene and the partying and all that. Uh, I could do
1: without. Yeah. Honestly. It just happened to but be a part of the fucking the yeah. uh, culture that it you know Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can't say you guys created that. People have been partying their no. asses off. But I mean you guys yeah. were known as the fucking band, you know what I mean? Like to Yeah, it's funny too known as these you know? psycho party bands, but we were never really into drugs or anything. Right, right. But um, it was a it was a fucking party though when you guys played. I mean Watching yeah, it live, yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, sure. People in the crowd are having as much fun as people anywhere else in the world. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, lots of buffoonery for sure.
1: Right, but harmless um, buffoonery.
2: Yeah, pretty innocent though. If lucky, like, like when I look back on it, I'm like, oh yeah, we were pretty like nerdy, just kind of like, kind of like innocent dudes, really. Yeah. If you think about it, well, you know, it has this exterior of gnarly partying or whatever, but it wasn't. You know, it was, pretty, it was just. Like, bunch of buddies.
1: Was there a time yeah. where you felt, like, like towards the end where it was, like, this is, like, not just with the partying, but just, like, this is becoming something I don't want to be in? Or, I mean, because how it no. all ended and changed, like, how did that um, all change from that to, like, Lecherous and all that stuff? Like, what was the... Oh, I,
2: I would have just kept doing the band, but Jimmy, uh, the singer, just got burnt out because being, you know, and, like, he's doing... Jimmy's doing his thing, and he's always all crazy, jumping all over the place. and right abusing himself i yeah. feel like he was actually like you know killing himself
1: yeah there i i guarantee he left parts of himself on every show you know what <laughs> i mean like there's you know physically emotionally the whole deal right? yeah
2: yeah so he he basically was like i don't want to do this band anymore
1: yeah and at that point what do you what do you do when you have and then it's like, like that?
2: yeah exactly so we're just like but uh like the rest of us wanted to keep playing so we started Letcher's gaze yeah And And are you guys, are you still doing that
1: or is it? Well, kind
2: of. I mean, I mean, yeah, we we never broke up.
1: Right, right.
2: COVID related it, but yeah. Yeah, we were supposed to do, and actually we were supposed to do like a West Coast tour um, right when COVID happened. Okay. So we're still together, but like, you know, we're together like in a way where it's like, we're not like an active band like doing stuff, but we still want to get together and have a good time and play gigs and shit yeah i mean because the same with you, at ap's still like that we still play
1: yeah i mean and the, and now coming back to those shows where you guys are playing these fucking killer shows does that feel different to you i mean obviously besides being stoked to play with jimmy again all this stuff like um, did that change
2: weird. change it at all or dude it's exactly the same as Is soon it really? as all of us get, as soon as all of us meet up we just instantly it's like time never like 20 years ago like yeah, like time didn't pass. We just instantly just start goofing around and just the buffoonery just picks off right where it ended. Yeah, and it's and it's really fun too because we're we'll do like just shit that's fun. We're not like working, you know. We're not like right, right. You're just trying to do these now. intense tours. We'll just do a couple fun gigs or like you know like we last thing we did we toured Japan and stuff. We just do stuff that we think's fun.
1: Yeah. Know? And that's not, day. I mean, that's the, that's, and, and, you know, to not have to pay for shit, you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's such big benefits in that, you know what I mean? Like,
2: uh, yeah, just the fact that we could just all get together and, and play and then, you know, not lose our asses.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, we're not
2: like, you know, we're not like reeling in cash or anything, but just the fact that we can all get together
1: and not have to like, you know, pay out of our asses like we always yeah. did. And that's so, really the goal, right? I mean, like, yeah, I don't know what your. I can't imagine you had it in your mind to be this massive rock star. I've, you've never come no. across like that. And ne- neither have <laughs> I. And I've never, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, if I could play music and it didn't fucking break me, great. You know what I mean? Like, my yeah. goal, my first goals were I'd like to put out an LP. I'd like to be able to do a tour. You know what I mean? Like, those are, like, my basic fucking goals playing a band. You know what I mean? And I got to oh, do that. Yeah. And I'm stoked. You know what I mean? Like, not one part of me feels like I was robbed or any no, of that wait. shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But to be able to work that hard in the beginning and then actually like a resurgence of the band, you know, years later, you're like, fuck, this is cool. <laughs> like, it's fun. Yeah. Shit? That's wild. Yeah. I know, I know. it's <laughs> shocking. Um, yeah, it's,
2: it's, it's shocking that people want to see it. So we'll, we'll do it. I mean, I'll always play music. Um, and I'll always end up, you know, losing my, all my money playing music. I don't care. Right.
1: Yeah. I well, will, that's,
2: I will yeah. do it forever until I can't.
1: Right, And that's the DIY fucking spirit though. Right. I mean, yeah, you know, has there, has has there any, like, is there anything that like in all the years of doing all this, I mean, you were putting out your own records many, many years ago. I mean, obviously, you know, the hammer days are different, but you know, like, is there anything like the DIY culture has taught you that you think like just sticks with you every day as far as when you move, like, like when you do these things? uh I, I'm sure it's like
2: totally permeated my entire being, you know? Yeah. Just everything I do, I feel like I kind of approach it like a uh, DIY kind of thing. Or it's like, for me, it's really hard to try and accept money. Still. For doing stuff, you know? like yeah. Because I got like this guitar business and... Right. Rad people will uh, order a guitar for me and I always feel bad,
1: you know, like asking...
2: Money for money that like actually you know it takes ages to make one but i i actually still have this weird guilt thing like oh fuck so is this price okay i feel really yeah like punk
1: rock punk rock guilt is i I, i've said yeah i think punk rock guilt is might be worse than catholic guilt
2: totally it's it's kind of
1: the same it's fucking the same thing like yeah you're not afraid you're gonna go to hell but like god forbid you burn a bridge you know what i mean or god forbid you come off looking like an asshole or I don't yeah. know what it is about punk rock guilt. Like I was able to shed it many, many years ago. And, yeah, that's And good. now like, yeah. I'm not looking for money or, you know, but like, and just in life, you know what I mean? Like the, the fact that like people should be paid for the work they do. You know what I mean? It took me till I became a union, like tradesman to kind totally. of really understand that like a little bit. And that's kind of what helped me shed that, that fucking guilt of like, Giving every like any band that came through town every ounce of my money just to get to the next show, even though it was gonna kill me for a month. You know what I mean? Like when I used to do shows in Ventura and shit like that, it's like I'd give them my last hundred and fifty dollars. The show made fifty fucking dollars, and I told him I was gonna give him one hundred and fifty, and I fucking give it to him. You know what I mean? Like and it it kills me for a month, but like that guilt would eat me alive because I never wanted. I was I don't know why I don't know why I was terrified for that band or. those group of people, this community we were in to be like, that guy's a piece of shit, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know totally. what it is. You know, it's so weird. It's yeah,
2: it's true. Yeah. It sticks with you. It um, really does, man. And you know, I don't even, uh, I don't think that making money um, playing music is at all like sellout or whatever. Like no. if you are making music just cause it's the kind of music you dig playing mm-hmm. and it happens to make money. Yeah. That, that to me is friggin' awesome i mean yeah. if, if you're if you're writing music with the intention of just trying to be popular or make money then you're pretty lame
1: but i mean dude yeah i mean it's can... lame right but it Don't. also like good for you you broke the fucking code like yeah, oh yeah, yeah i totally. realize now like you know even you think about these like katie perry's all this shit it's like oh fuck her yeah. blah 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 but it's like good for you man yeah, you, you could be bagging broke the matrix. yeah you could be doing anything <laughs> you know you could be on OnlyFans right now you know what i mean like <laughs> you know like i i just yeah. it took me a long time to be like hey man whoever's making money in any sort of passion because obviously someone that big or like you know these bands or you just they're fucking lames you know what i mean they're lames making yeah. music and they're making millions and millions of dollars
2: what if they're so psyched hard.
1: doing it but if they're psyched, you know what I mean? Like, and if it's the, yeah. what they want to that's do, rad. good for you, man. Like, totally. You know, like, I fucking hate corn, but good yeah. for you. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, you guys fucking found a glitch in the Matrix where dog yeah, shit music yeah. makes a bunch, millions of dollars. Good totally. job, man. A bu- <laughs> you, man. Know? A bunch
2: of crappy, uh, you know, like Bakersfield burnout dudes.
1: Yeah. New uh, metal guys. On paper, <laughs> that does not work. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense, but no. that's sick for them <laughs> yeah good for you man it took me many many years to be like you know because before i'm like fuck those guys you know it's just like yeah. this whole uh you know hierarchy of fucking ethics and morals about what's mm. fucking true you know it, it, like it's just so yeah that's dumb. what
2: that's what makes punk people so annoying in the same sense mm-hmm. is they got this whole thing where they think that they like know something that people don't know like they're on this They're on this level where it's like, oh yeah, like people don't, um, the rest of the world isn't on my level, man, because I'm punk and people don't get
1: it. You guys just don't understand. Oh, it's like you think you're that bitchin'. Yeah, it's like, you know? dude, you guys know what it's like to fuck your girlfriend behind a trash can. Like, <laughs> no one wants to know that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know totally. I mean? like, good yeah, for you. Yeah, so it's man. like, you also yeah. fucking stink. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what it's like? Yeah. a Deodorant, dude. It's fucking nice. You know?
2: Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, because, yeah, punk's like, like definitely, Um, but yeah, I mean, growing up with punk, it's like absolutely, it, it's affected every facet of my life. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. And I mean so. the good—you can take the good with the bad. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, awesome. totally. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's amazing. But yeah, I just that whole hierarchy of ethics. You know, and and honestly, like the the most indignant punk fucking is just as dumb as the most indignant Christian as the most indignant Trump supporter. You know what I mean? It's why Dude. we're in this QAnon bullshit because everyone knows the secret that you don't know exactly you know what i mean and you're like and it's the same fucking thing it's just like cult mentality you know what i mean like yeah and um yeah the the funny
2: the, the funny thing i think about punk is like as much as i love it it's like it is one of the most conformist um scenes i've ever seen because like everyone's like likes the same music dresses the same mm-hmm. has the same political views mm-hmm. has the same dietary shit yep. like yep. like it's like like punk rules but a lot of people just can't just think for themselves a lot
1: yeah i mean to be an outlier one annoying thing yeah to be an outlier in the punk scene it's like you know it just doesn't you know it's like yeah every fucking every crusty band's going to come in with the same pita literature you know what i mean yeah yeah and just talk about you know women's rights and all these things which is important obviously you know what i mean but you know when you're it's just like, you gotta, how many, they all got
2: to tick the boxes, you know? Right. Like, yeah. You got They
1: had a checklist of things that they're fucking, and they may be passionate about it and that's fine. You know what I mean? But yeah, when you conform to a specific type of idea, but I, I think that we, that's might not be, punk. No, not at all. But I think we might be the last generation of people that actually experience punk as a kind of like a, a reaction to our realities, you know, because yeah. I think even after my generation, being a punk was a part of your teenage years always. You know what I mean? Like it like became this hot topic. y fucking, you know, you go through your punk phase now, right? Like you're from about 12 to fucking 16. Like every kid on earth goes through their punk phase. And, and what I'm seeing now with my own kids is that it doesn't exist anymore. It does not. It's kind of genres are gone. Genres are dead. Fucking music is one blended weird media. And there's guys on YouTube that have more views than the Beatles. You know what I mean, yeah. like, and, and making songs that have every genre of music in it, and and I'm seeing that, like, I think we are the last generation where punk was kind of scary. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, well, I, I think it's kind of not, uh,
2: like for younger people, punk's not very relevant. It's sort right. of like this old person music, like yeah. if you think about it. Like yeah, young yeah. young people aren't really as into punk as when we were growing up, and I feel like, like it's more for like older people now because yeah. it's like you know we're older and yeah. um i mean i'm kids-
1: shocked that there's still punk bands playing 50 years later you know what i mean 40 I know. years later that kind of shit like that's surprising to me but my kids you know they listen to everything dude like yeah. they don't they don't have they're never they've never been concerned about a genre of music whereas before my whole entire existence was built off of it <laughs> you know what i mean it's like and now i don't <laughs> and now i feel stupid you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> like, totally oh my god you know what i mean like i remember making the switch from like you know, metal to punk, that being a big deal, right? Especially leaving Christianity, you know what I mean? That whole yeah, Jesus yeah. punk thing I was in when I was a teenager. Yeah. That yeah. was a big deal. But my right. whole identity has been based in like single genres of music. You know what yeah. I mean? And then when I made the jump from like fucking liking uh, punk rock, like His Hero's Gone to like stoner shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And starting The Wrath and wanting to blend these two like weird Right, genre, right. Like heart, yeah. hard, D beat hardcore with fucking stoner rock. Like, but totally. you know, like that was a weird jump for me, and I, you know, and then getting into fucking, you know, UFO and all the fucking, all that seventies rock shit, you know, Groundhogs, yeah. all that stuff, you know. Oh yeah, um, Groundhogs. That was a great. big jump. Like, I, you know, you go through yeah. these like identity crises, and I don't see it with my kids, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, they just
2: I, know about everything.
1: They just don't give a <laughs> shit, you know? They're like, yeah, well, you know, I like this, and I also like this, you know. That's like right. Yeah, my sister was listening, or my my daughter was listening to this Surfboard the other day.
2: Oh, right.
1: I'm yeah, like, what yeah, the right. Fuck? How did you? Like, how hear do you know this? about this? Yeah, I don't even. I didn't. I just found out. about How old like, is she? Thirteen. All right, that's yeah, sad. but she's also listening to fucking whatever uh, Duran Duran or fucking whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's getting into this kind of riot girl shit, which is totally fine with me. But oh wow, but that's she's not awesome. dedicated to anything. You know what I mean? And yeah, and she's fine with it. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. I built a whole entire identity, my whole life on it you know and now I there's something b- I just, cool about that though i know they're cooler no, I mean, than us dude no no i mean well yeah but i was saying there's also something cool
2: about basing your entire fucking existence on this thing or, or being radical you know right. when you're a kid
1: it's freaking <laughs> yeah. awesome you know yeah i guess man i mean yeah i don't know it's weird because as a daddy you just you know i'm constantly trying to explain to my kids that i used to be fucking cool you know and they're all uh-huh yeah yeah sure yeah right it's cool dude yeah, no problem <laughs> yeah your music sucks dude i got it you know it's just funny man yeah it's so good so what uh what why why are you in australia what happened uh okay did you okay, get booted so- out of did at get booted <laughs> out of oakland you guys aren't allowed in the u.s anymore is that what's happening
2: uh um uh, well i uh what was it uh, so basically um This dude, Steve, had this uh, screen printing joint here in Australia. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, Letras Gaze had toured here a couple times. And this guy, Steve, was like, hey, it's like my 10-year anniversary of my business. I want to get Annihilation Time to play Melbourne. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, okay, sure. And he was like, I'll just buy all your flights, put you up, and you can play my thing. And we're like, well, that just sounds like a fun party and that was actually we'd been broken up for years right and so we flew over here um and uh we did a gig at the tote which is kind of like the cbgbs of melbourne it's like this okay. old red, dingy killer punk um venue and um we played and the band that opened for us was this band called miss destiny okay and they were um uh, they're like a like all-girl punk band mm-hmm. like kind of like and my wife is in that band and oh, that's okay. how we met oh, so okay. i met my wife playing um the gig at the tote and then we hit it off really well okay and um i just kept we kept doing the back and forth thing and then eventually i was like well fuck it i'll just move to australia right because um, I, I i like it here anyway what so, is it about
1: Australia, though? Because I I don't know anything about it. I, I, I would assume you you just mentioned it. Australia has like an old punk scene, right? I mean, yeah. Like, what is it about? I've heard it's it's a mini U.S. It's like, but with way cooler people, you know, that kind of shit. But like, what was it about? the You know, I, what was it about? Um, it that, obviously, besides your wife, you know, we all will well, yeah. we'll, do anything for pussy. I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, what was <laughs> so, it that drew you to uh, that place? You know?
2: Well, yeah, it was mostly my wife because she's, like, the coolest person I've ever met.
1: Right, but um, you hear that about so many Australians, dude. Like, every time you meet someone from Australia, you're like, they're "They're the coolest fucking person I've ever met. Like, how? (laughs) They're they're laid back. I don't know.
2: It's a different vibe. Uh, Yeah, Australians are really cool people. And Melbourne's, like, the coolest place
1: in Australia.
2: It's got the most going on if you like playing music and right right and doing shit like that it's like where you'd want to live does yeah. it
1: have the beach community vibe kind of thing like is that what um, the parallels are like ventura like that weird beach thing
2: it uh not really i mean kind of i uh, people are a bit are a bit just they're different people you know it's like culturally completely different um You don't notice it at first, like when you meet Australians, you just go, yeah, they're
1: just pretty much like Americans, like same vibe, but... And that's all I hear, as an ignorant moron, that's all you hear, you know what I mean?
2: Well, that's kind of the vibe you get, is, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, they're not too different, but when you move here, it's like, then you see, like, culturally, we're pretty different people.
1: What were Uh, some of the major things that you were like, whoa, that's fucking weird, besides the water going the opposite direction, and the toilets?
2: Um just uh the quality of life's pretty well you know and no one no one works as hard
1: over here oh really
2: yeah so everyone's just kind of laid back um people aren't like busting their asses as much um quality of life's a little bit better um i think uh you get paid more you know you get
1: I don't know. It's universal you know, healthcare, right? That yeah. Have, all that, I mean, shit, that shit. You know, like, it's like, mean, like, how nice is that to be able to go to a doctor?
2: <laughs> it's kind of like Europe. Like, I, you know what? It's funny. Cause I have uh that universal uh healthcare thing, but I kind of like, um, I, I'm an American, so I don't go to the doctor. Right. Even <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm, just like, I'm, I'm like, what? I'm sick. I'm not going to the doctor. Well, we're here. People be like, I have a cold. I'm going to the doctor. It's like, Yo, do you doctor? know how much it's
1: that's going to cost you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It's like I'm not bleeding,
1: so right? Right. Right. Going to
2: the doctor, but um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's different. Um, but like musically, there's cool stuff going on. But dude, it's different. Like people don't realize it, but um, America is culturally very rock and roll. Like we okay. all grew up hearing fucking Chuck Berry, mm-hmm. Stones. Little Richard on the radio, you know all that shit. It's just ingrained in your blood right. if you're an American. Yeah. You know, like you, you just and it's not like that here. It's not like a rock and roll culture. So really? Where it's like people are into rock and roll, but it's like in America it's so deep seated right in your culture that you don't even think about it.
1: Right. What it doesn't is there, even occur to what you. What is their I mean, what is their stuff based off of? I mean just like
2: like uh like it's just different, man. It was just like uh like in the 70s and stuff like disco was really big here and they did have like punk and stuff, but yeah. you know, it was like a lot of a lot of people didn't grow up on rock and roll.
1: That's so weird, dude.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, cuz it's weird it is weird if you like think about it, but um yeah, I mean it's really America's that's kind of the coolest part about America is culturally yeah you know it's like it is the most rock and roll place
1: oh for sure i mean Um, you know that's
2: one thing i really miss you know
1: yeah definitely sure i mean like when you go into a bar or something it's not you know you expect to hear these certain things that are happening in bars musically all that shit right i mean so like when you go into into a bar and it's not like fucking the stones on the jukebox all day and all this shit you're like that's got to be fucking weird it's like do do you have a whole new realm of music to start choosing from
2: uh no i still like the same shit i'm always liked <laughs> but i mean have, I'm not since you've been there much. i'm sure you've
1: been turned on to like bands yeah. that you were like who the fuck is this band and they have like a weird history and shit you're like what the fuck where, oh where, where yeah you yeah, guys there's from? Like, like,
2: yeah there's like cool old there's awesome old australian bands like uh like the saints like that band is awesome
1: I, yeah I never. and they were
2: right around oh the saints yeah they were like uh First wave punk, like 1975 or six, you know, like wow. right when the Ramones came out and they were, they're like, kind of like, um, Australia's like most classic killer punk band. Yeah. Um, but they're great, man. They're, you know, like if you're into the 77 kind of vibe, yeah. um, you know, like radio Birdman. Mm-hmm. you know, that
1: stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah
2: they're awesome. They're kind of like MC five meets BOC, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Killer. Yeah. Uh, you know uh buffalo they're like heavy rock so there there's yeah. there is like a in I like forgot a forgot they're
1: from fucking australia That's yeah
2: okay. yeah Damn. um lobby lloyd color balls all kinds of rad shit so they've been doing rad shit forever yeah but um yeah, it's just, you know, it's, like, different, though, you know? That's good, uh, It's I'm not doing a very good job describing That's a, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm not, I am I'm don't know what I'm uh, expecting from you, honestly. You yeah. I mean? I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not like it's going to be, like, it's completely different. You know, everyone's playing didgeridoos down here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something stupid like that. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I'm always shocked to find, that, like, we know about the English punk scene. We know about the fucking, you know, the wild fucking thrash bands from Spain and shit like that. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? But, like, you don't hear about shit from Australia besides... You know, it's a bastardized version of, of, of U.S. And it's like, obviously not fucking true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what's that band, yeah, the chats, yeah. like, the, like oh, that yeah. band, I've, I've got so into yeah. that fucking band, like, cause it's so silly and so ridiculous, but seems so uniquely Australian.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got like, uh, yeah. Australia's got this awesome kind of just like, um, like Bogan thing going. What is that? Bogans are kind of like, um, What would I describe a bogan? It's kind of like a redneck, but not really. But it's it doesn't have the same connotations.
1: Like not racist, essentially. Yeah, you kind
2: of. Yeah, they're just kind of like dumbasses. That's awesome, dude. Yeah,
1: dumbass like
2: beer-swilling, yeah, um, ragers. I guess regular ass dudes. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. So there's like a whole scene.
1: That is that like what they fit into?
2: Yeah, it's its own thing, and it just doesn't exist anywhere. The science in there. Australia, yeah, because yeah, I've been I've been
1: fascinated. I watch all their videos. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, what I mean, like, and it's just so fucking funny to me. You know, and the song, yeah, are, you know, they're so simple. Um, you know,
2: yeah. If about you dig them, ben... smoke. You know, <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm on the Smoko. Um, okay. If you dig them, like the uh, there's this band called um, Cosmic Psychos, and they're kind of like the bogan rock blueprint.
1: Okay, off to check so that they're out. sort of
2: like the original, like, kind of like. Like beer drinking, like
1: like if a bunch of sailors more. just started bands, you know what I mean? Like kind of shit yeah, like just pub rock, yeah, pub rock, yeah, yeah, <laughs> rock yeah. Up, yeah, yeah. awesome man, yeah, I'll have to check it yeah, pretty... out. Yeah, it's good shit, dude. So I want to know, tell me about what like the guitar company. This is, I mean, I know you've been doing it a minute, but oh yeah, I'm so fucking fascinated by that. You know what I mean? Like first of all, the guitars are gorgeous right oh I mean, thanks yeah i, I would have i mean they, they look kind of like thunderbirds right i mean are they kind of modeled off of anything specific in your mind uh, or like yeah well um well like what was the like... inspiration why that shape like what are you why? yeah what are you doing so
2: there? i'm i'm really into um 60s japanese guitars like gaia tone oh, okay and uh they they made these really cool like futuristic kind of psychedelic looking like surf rocky looking right. kind of guitars right right um and they i just thought they looked they, they like had the coolest looking guitars yeah um but they played like shit oh okay like so these like old guy guitars are just like they look like awesome like yeah. classic cars yeah except they just play um, terribly they, they're not very well made <laughs> right right yeah um, so I wanted to kind of take the aesthetics of like those 60s Japanese guitars. Okay. But then actually make a good guitar. Yeah. Like no. quality. Like, um, and I make them all by hand. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a CNC or anything. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I make them 100% everything by hand. Every, Holy you know, except shit. for the hardware. Well, of course. Um, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I make everything 100% by hand with just like, you know, with just,
1: and um, is it just tools. you? Like you'd have a shot. It's shop? just me. Just So you. like,
2: yeah. So I, I, um, when I first moved here, I got a job. I, I still work, uh, doing guitar repair for okay. this, um, this guitar, this awesome guitar shop called Klingon Guitar Tone.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, um, I'm the repair. I'm like the repair guy there. Okay. And um, I've been doing, I guess for like four or five years, I've been doing, um, guitar repairs there and, um, finally i was like i just want to start making guitars yeah so you know the first four kind of sucked and then they just got better and better and now i i kind of got a routine down so i do guitar repairs in the shop like three days a week Mm -hmm. and then dude the other four days a week i work seven days a week pretty much right right i make uh biston stingers
1: yeah, I mean, and so what is, I, I've seen that, what is the name? What's the, is there a reference? Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not yeah, privy yeah, yeah. to, well, what is it? You got to tell me, dude. Because um, yeah, so, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, well, you'd never know. But like my
2: wife, when she was a little kid, um, she was kind of like a little shit. She mm-hmm. was like this, like, like um, she always had like really bad potty mouth. And oh, okay. her, like she was always torturing her mom, like always telling people to get fucked. You know, this little five-year-old. <laughs> And nice. <laughs> uh yeah, pretty good. And then sounds um, like my kids,
1: honestly. Yeah, it's great. Oh really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, there you go.
2: Um and then uh my wife's mom was like, Listen, you can't be telling people to get fucked anymore. Yeah you gotta um but what you can do is I'll let you make up a make believe insult and you can use that anytime you want. Okay. But you have to make up your own insult. And All right. when she was like five or six, she made up Biston Stinger to just call like as an yeah. insult.
1: Yeah, yeah. And only
2: the demented mind of a little kid could come up with that. <laughs> totally, dude,
1: yeah. And
2: I just thought it was fucking hilarious. That is really funny, yeah. And I just thought it sounded cool and it looked cool. And yeah. I'm like, that's it. And, and it works fucking... with
1: that like retro like the logo and everything. Yeah, it works. Dude, it, it was
2: perfect. She, right when she <laughs> told me that story, I was like, holy shit, that's the name of the guitar company. I don't want to put my name on a guitar. Yeah, right. right. Slice guitars. Like, fuck yeah. that. That's how yeah, yeah. you know? lame. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was perfect. So <laughs> that's yeah, the dude. name.
1: So are you uh, obviously like, you know, you have a, a couple shapes. Well, it's a main one main shape, right? I mean, yeah, you it's have a like couple of a- Because I saw you made it look like it was almost like a Jazzmaster kind of thing, but it was like a baritone, too. Is that like a one-off thing, just an experiment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that I mean, thing is fucking know. sick, dude.
2: Yeah, I got like basically there's there's two main um, models. There's the Barnacle, which is sort of like still pretty similar to the other one, which is the El Gusano, but they're all pretty much the same shape. Sometimes mm-hmm. they have tremolos. You can do different pickups. I do different. Right. Um, I do custom paint, so you can like choose whatever paint you right, like. Right, right. As long as I like it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, to totally, man. And that's a benefit, it. too, y'all. I don't want to do that. yeah
2: yeah i just feel it yeah because i like i do it like um like i do it because i love making guitars and it's really fun and you know it's a a way to make a little bit of money but i i'm not like trying to be this like i'm not trying to take over the world and be this like big guitar company i just like love making guitars right for me i just do it just to stoke myself out and i get stoked making other people guitars yeah man um but yeah, so there's like there's the 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 one guitar I make and then there's uh I've been doing like a you know what are you familiar with bass 6? Like uh, these 60s short scale basses that were six they were like played like guitars with their six strings like the who okay. used them like the okay. shadows like a bunch of like 60s bands used them okay. so I kind of do my own spin on the bass 6. Okay. I got a bass, but I, I like uh I don't want to do like a ton of different models. I like just having right. kind of like
1: my own kind right. of and you're not makeup. like you're not at the point where you're hand wiring you know pickups or anything yet. oh yeah i do Oh, you that. are you're all doing all that too huh yeah because I, I just pick-up. recently got a Dunable. have you seen oh those? yeah uh, and yeah, i mean yeah. it's a beautiful uh beautiful fucking guitar but the amount of fucking work that goes into these things i'm like i'm a union trades hand i build fucking roads and bridges and freeways yeah all day long i could do that ask me yeah, to make a guitar I don't like I'm so out of my element and I play him all day long. You know what I mean? Like I right, do, right. and I probably could hammer on it and maybe figure it out, but I'm so fucking thoroughly impressed but when like oh. people become true craftsmen with that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, well that's the thing. It's 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 a craft, you know? It is there's a craft, no real yeah. there's
2: I mean there's, there's some rules to doing it, but you know, everyone kind of does it their own way. Right, right. And um yeah you would you know and there's not like being a luthier isn't like this fucking magical title that like is elite and you get if you make guitars you're a luthier
1: right right yeah
2: and you know what like anyone can fucking do it like i had like I, I knew how to repair guitars and refret and do all that stuff but and, that's kind of where it's so starts, i had a head right? start like yeah, yeah
1: understanding how they work what you know fucking what what this does to that all that you know I mean? yeah
2: but i mean yeah. if you you know if, with if you got the right tools that's yeah. an investment you gotta get tools but like and if you're psyched and just want right. to put in that work you could learn how to make guitar. like i'm self-taught like i yeah. like there's tons of youtube videos i got books on it yeah and if you just tweak out on every little aspect and making making guitars kind of a thing where it's like you got to have a bunch of little skills like you got to have threading skills you Mm got to have woodworking skills you got to you know have basic electronic skills right yeah Yeah. so there's you know you have painting finishing skills so it's like all these little things little steps that you have to master to make a good guitar but like dude anyone can do it if you just want to put in the the
1: the work the work right but i mean who has 200 man hours you know what i mean like that's the you thing. Know, and that's the thing. You know what I mean? It's half people get halfway through shit like that. And they're like, fuck, this is fucking hard. And then you it realize, like, when I spoke on earlier, what the value of work is. You know what I mean? Like, totally. It's like, yeah, dude, it took me 200 hours or what? I how many, how long does it take you to build a guitar?
2: Oh man, when I first started, it took ages. Right. But, uh, now i've got it streamlined and i can do it pretty quick but still we're talking about a few weeks or something i mean what i don't i've been doing them in batches now so i'll do like a batch of like seven so it's really kind of hard to break down but i mean dude it takes ages yeah it takes a long ass time to make a guitar um but yeah but you know the more you do it the faster you get at it and the better they turn out so you know i'm on i'm on number 35 right now oh really that's awesome, yes. man. Yeah. So, so are you just no. now
1: starting to feel like you really got it down? Totally. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, well,
2: I, yeah. I'm like, I, you know, it's, it's not daunting or anything. It's, yeah. And it's a lot of fun. Um, and it's just like, if, if I got this going, it's like, I'll never be bored, you know?
1: Right. Well, that, and that's, and I wanted, I wanted to ask too, like, Do you find the same gratification making and building guitars and seeing them out in the world as you do writing and playing music or is it separate in your mind or is it, I mean, like how does it work for you?
2: Oh man, it is highly um, satisfying and gratifying when you make like a guitar that you know is sick and plays rad. Right. And then you're going to give it to someone who's going to do something rad with it. Right. It's really super gratifying. It's like, you know, making an album.
1: Right. Yeah, of course. You know, you, you know you make an album that you're proud of
2: man it feels great you know yeah so, but i just mind. i would assume
1: you know the the amount of obviously when you make an album it's hours and hours and hours of work right but it's usually a oh, joint yeah. venture you know what i mean yeah. like it's you're it's a combination of dudes that are working together and you're managing it's more laborists making it's, an album. It, it, well it is but it's also <laughs> it it's a it's a collaborative effort most of the time unless you're you know fucking mr solo project or whatever but yeah you know when when you're building a guitar you know or something like that this is a product from your fucking hands and that's what i found like surprisingly when i started doing the trade that i do running dozers and shit like yeah. building shit that could potentially last like hundreds of years it's sick was, right? was shockingly like gratifying to me you know even though it was totally. really really hard work you know but i can drive through any part of the 101 and be like i made that i made that bridge i mean that's so road. rad and it it it, it is yeah. cool you know what i mean but I also think what, what got me there that fast was punk rock. Like the fact that I can sit in a fucking situation and be like, got to figure it out, man. You know what I mean? Like got to yeah. fucking figure it out. And there's no failing. There's no, you know what I mean? You have to do it. You know what I mean? And I just, I, I there's so many parallels with that, you know, the well, way in which you've operated your whole your entire shoulders. life. Well, yeah, I mean. But the way in I which fuck you up a guitar,
2: it's a shitty guitar. You fuck up a road, man. It's yeah, like... people are going to die. Yeah. It's,
1: <laughs> but it's also not just me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm working with the crew guys and yeah, yeah. For shit sure. too, you know? So it is more like a fucking, you know, you can always blame someone else. Ah, but that's I'm just that, kidding. Yeah, no, you. I definitely I would love to blame someone else. But the punk in me will not allow that. I'll take exactly. the exactly. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what made me become a foreman really fast. Well, maybe I'm a superintendent. That's great you're doing that, 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 man. Well, it's not, I'm, I'm out of it now. I I teach now, which is weird. Oh, yeah, Teach I, doing what? I teach equipment. I teach how to run heavy equipment now for Sick. my union. I work for my union instead of on the freeways. That's even less stress, right? Oh, it's so it's so much better, dude. <laughs> it's like, oh, I bet it would I'm be at way the done. same place every day in Camarillo. I run a school essentially. For yeah, because program. like uh, like being like a project
2: manager or whatever right. sounds. Highly stressful. It was a nightmare,
1: dude. I mean, this. I'm 38, dude. Look at the fucking great. You know what I mean? Like, this, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be beautiful and black and. Fierce. Well, that's cool. You, you, uh, you did your time digging the ditches now, right? You can just yeah. Now I got a I got a good gig, but it's allowed got me a push to, job.
1: Yeah, it's allowed me to good. develop my passions again. You know what I mean? Which is cool because yeah. I can take a real long break from that shit. You know? Oh, I bet. Um, but I think that you know those punk those punk rock parallels and you know to be able to fucking figure something out and stick with it till it's done and then when you shit, you know, when it's shit product, you fucking, Hey man, it was, you know, I did it, it as my shit product, you know, like no one to blame ownership of that stuff. You know what I mean? It's pretty amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's like with making guitars. It's like, I want, I want to make sure every single neck of the guitar I make is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, like I would be psyched.
1: What are they made out of? What, what, what uh, are you using different material, different woods or as you see? Yeah, uh, well, a lot thing? of times,
2: the, well, I, I kind of will, will mix it up sometimes. Um, um, but like the uh you, the the necks are always made out of roasted maple so okay. they're really strong nice. um they got, um and then sometimes like for the bodies I'll use alder sometimes mahogany
1: okay i'm a big just fan whatever. of mahogany dude that's oh are that's, you that's yeah, what yeah. my i'm i'm like a i'm a guild freak i got a i don't oh, know yeah. if you remember that guild. 64 guild Palera i have oh yeah i'll show I it to you that. after the thing but i i fucking yeah. that thing is just so Guilds fucking are awesome yeah it's a killer you know but um yeah that mahogany sound is just so good dude yeah it's i agree so, so good
2: yeah um yeah oh, so it's... i'll like I'll, I'll like mess around with different woods
1: and stuff um yeah. but uh yeah yeah um it's beautiful man it i'm awesome. so stoked for you dude i mean oh, obviously thanks, you're dude. continuing to do this what i mean anything in the future is everything just pushed off to 2022
2: um let me see oh like, i got wise uh, show i mean oh, is there any
1: show are you playing any music in out there, like are you in a band or doing anything? Yeah, I got out there? two
2: bands. I got a band called Rock TV, okay. um and it's kind of like sort of a continuation of the stuff I've been doing forever. yeah, of. um, and we just actually put out where uh, oh, we just recorded an LP is TP is gonna release it. Oh, nice, man. like in November, I think, mm-hmm. so yeah, we just did that really psyched on how it turned out. And then I do this um instrumental um kind of like surf horror rock band okay. where it's like kind of like sounds like the shadows or the ventures but like more demented kind of like italian horror vibe oh, okay. nice dude. and it's all yeah and that's just kind of something i do for fun
1: Nice,
2: um and but yeah we've been you know uh with, with that band we're probably not going to be quite ready to play gigs for another few months but with yeah. rock tv we've been playing gigs and okay. there's gigs going on here again which yeah hopefully
1: everything opens up again right you'd be able to yeah we still haven't been able to do any real shows out here it's just just today is the day california opened up oh really yeah today is like supposed to be all fucking so you can have gigs now starting today supposedly i don't know i don't know how it works i mean i don't know if you have to show proof of vaccination or have a covet test for larger gigs yeah, but you know, bar I have no shows, idea how it goes. Yeah, a bar shows I think are essentially going to be able to come back, so everyone's fucking stoked. You know what I mean? Like a year and a not, half and not playing anything. You know, you couldn't go to a bar before. No, you could. It was just limited. Oh, right. For a long time, you couldn't. Uh, well, for a long time, you couldn't. Essentially, the bars got shut down. But yeah, then it was like twenty five percent capacity, and then a lot yeah, of them right. went to outdoor. Like they built out all of downtown Ventura, is completely built out into the street now oh yeah you can't i can't drive yeah. down it at all so and it's cool because you can actually walk oh, around with beer and shit now you can't drive like, no you can't drive down main pass you know in that downtown area yeah
0: right but yeah. now
1: you can walk around with beer which is cool and i think they're going to keep that they might they might just keep it like that from now on that's sick yeah so that's like one cool thing because it's so it's so fucking dangerous down there you know people are flying by doing stupid shit yeah like, now you can walk around from bar to bar and do your thing you know what i mean. Oh, maybe that'll be extra rad once shit. I think it'll be better because it'll increase total capacity for a lot of these venues and a lot of these bars and restaurants. Yeah. Where the you know the downtown is such such a tight little spot. You know now that they're out in the fucking streets and shit. You know, so it's it's great. But
2: yeah, it's um. There's like the the psychology of like closing down and opening up is pretty weird because like out here we're closed down forever. Mm-hmm. And everyone was bored off their ass, and all they wanted to do was go out and like see right. gigs and party or whatever. And then um it got opened up and everyone went fucking nuts for right. a month. Like everyone uh-huh. went out, raged like crazy, went to gigs. And then after like about a month, people kind of were like missing home. Home. Yeah. Like it yeah. kind of like changed the psyche of everyone. Yeah. Where they everyone went out and and then everyone's kind of like, "Oh, I kind of like have like changed, and now I'm like more of a homebody. <laughs> like yeah, now, I, like people are less like like excited to go out. Get like people aren't as stoked to play gigs as as much. Right, sort of right. like almost made people like step back a bit, which is well, interesting. And
1: it's kind of it's kind of weird too because what I've noticed is like we kept a pretty tight circle when it was bad. But now that things are open up, we'll go to like a you know a small get together or whatever. They're like two hours, three hours, and everyone's like, "Well, we're going home nine 30. Totally. You know what I mean? like everyone's like, yeah. "Fuck it, dude. like how much more do we want to hang out here? It's only going to turn bad." You know what I mean? Like as yeah. the night gets later, you know, what it's I mean? true. And man. everyone's just bailing at like ten o'clock, and you're like, "Fuck, yeah. this is awesome." I had a barbecue at my house, <laughs> started at twelve. Everyone was gone by three. I was like, "This is perfect." <laughs> you know what I mean? He made a bunch of brisket yeah. and fucking. I was like, this is my dude. This is nice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Whereas it's normally funny. you're like, are you guys fucking leaving, man? Like, God.
2: I know. You it doesn't know? take it's just, it's long to change people's like, brains, you know?
1: Yeah, man. Well, dude, yeah. I, thanks so much for coming on the pod, bro. I mean, if you want to throw some, you know, some handle, Instagram handles, where can people find your guitars, all that shit, go ahead and you can check oh, this out.
2: Oh, yeah, just you know check I mean? it out. Uh, just type in Biston Stinger. Mm hmm. And you, you can know. check out the guitars, and you know that's beautiful, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm so. It was so stoked to. I'm so stoked to catch up with you, man. It's, it's dude. I know it's been. It's been and it's I can't believe we worked from you. Australia. You're in the future, you know. I know this is awesome. It's amazing. Man. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. Well, thanks for uh, doing this. this Absolutely, was rad. man. All right. Perfect.